Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. On today's episode, we are talking about shadow figures. I'll explain what that is. I'll explain how these uh, mystical people really get in the way of some of our current interactions and relationships. And what are some things that you might be able to do about that? So if you feel like you've been having disconnects, especially with the people who you're closest to or, or those special relationships, this is an episode that you probably want to listen to. And I would highly suggest that if you have other people in your life who are having those weird interactions, send them the link for this podcast. Okay. Now I also want to apologize to you. This is a little bit later than I normally post, uh, today. Uh, I'll be honest. I had an amazing time of study and I just could not pull myself away from that to, to post the podcast at the assigned time. Uh, it is what it is. Thank you for your patience. I appreciate that. So, uh, you don't need to take notes for this, although you, you know, you might. Um, but the biggest thing that you want to take notes on today is what thoughts come to you as I'm speaking, because those you're going to really want to kind of check in with. Okay. Awesome. Enjoy. All right, let's go ahead and get started. So shadow figures, you know, I, I tried to rack my brain to figure out where I learned this term and I cannot remember because I was going to refer you back to that, but it's just maybe something I studied years ago. That's kind of stuck in me. Um, but shadow figures. So what this term implies is that people in your present are blamed for things that happened in the past i.e., you know, the term projection. So for example, you know, you had an issue with somebody in the past and somebody's standing here in front of you in the present and they say or do something and your reaction is more because of the person in the past as opposed to what's happening right now. Okay, so that's a shadow figure. Okay, so it's almost like there's a third person in this interaction and that's the shadow figure. So you're having thoughts and feelings connected to the shadow figure, but you treat the other person in a different way. Does that make sense? Okay. So there is uh, actually some research out there. They've done some studies to show the connection uh, between specific special relationships. So I'm going to give you this example right now and kind of flesh it out a little bit. And it's really um, because the listeners of our podcast are predominantly women, I'm going to share an example with women in it, okay? However, I, we do have a lot of listeners that are men. And so I want you to know that as we go through this example, um, the same is true for you, okay? So this isn't just a woman thing. Uh, you're just going to change the the uh, relationship types, okay? So if we're talking about a mother, it'll be a father. If we're talking about a daughter, it'll be a son, Okay. All right. So there's some connection here with the, uh, with you and your mother and your daughter. Okay. There's a lot of connection actually. And I'm going to share an example of, of my own mother and daughter situation. Uh, but those special relationships, it's almost like your relationship with your mother is in some way mirrored, um, whether it be mirrored completely or impartiality or completely the opposite with your daughter's, your and your daughter's relationship. Okay. And you probably already know that. I mean, I probably don't even have to explain it. You're like, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. 
However, there's also a couple different special relationships I want to talk about. So for example, um, your ex and next relationship. This was interesting. I, I posted something on social media this week about, you know, how you treat your ex is how you treat your next. And it was great conversation with people. Um, the long and short of it was, uh, it depends, right? So for example, let's say you had a really rough relationship with your, um, you know, ex-boyfriend, ex-spouse, right? And let's say you were in uh, maybe even an abusive relationship, right? And things were not right. And there was a lot of issues or opportunities for forgiveness of your ex, right? So that situation, you probably will go into a next situation with somebody, hopefully, you know, not like that. Um, and so that, I guess, example wouldn't quite work. However, what I was really trying to get at was this idea that if you go from one relationship to the next and you don't spend any time thinking about, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, how do I need to fix myself, right? Like what, what patterns got me into that relationship and how can I change and grow? If you do that work, when you jump into the next relationship, you will probably treat that person differently, right? I mean, we talk about changing your thinking, change your life, right? So going from one relationship to the next without doing any change whatsoever is actually going to get you pretty much the same relationship because now you have your new, so your next, right? <laughs> and you also have this shadow figure of your ex with you. Make sense? Okay, now the same is true too. Uh, okay, again, women, uh, if, if you had, you know, a certain relationship with your father, that might also be how you treat your spouse. Okay, now again, there's a lot of variances here, but I just want you to, to make the connection that the relationships that we've had in the past are affecting what's happening right now. Okay. So yesterday on our, our episode, we talked about this idea of, you know, a situation happens, we have a thought and a feeling, then there's a judgment and an action, and then there's a result, right? And I think it was on Wednesday, we talked about the idea that belief drives behavior. Okay, so often, you know, again, it, the person in front of us is not really the problem or the issue. So let me give you an example. The other day, and, and honestly, as I was preparing this, I was really trying to figure out what was the situation and what did I say? I couldn't remember. Um, but Hannah did something, my, my almost 14 year old, um, did something. And I know she's very much like me. Uh, and she's also very much like my mother. So she did something or said something and my response came out and it was just it like it flowed out. I didn't take a moment to think about it. And I don't remember what she did and I don't remember what, what I said, but I do remember having the next thought of, oh my God, I opened my mouth and my mother came out. <laughs> Ever have that experience before? <laughs> okay. That's a sure sign that you're dealing with a shadow figure there. So in that particular interaction, I wasn't really aware. I wasn't using my conscious brain because that response came from my subconscious, something that was stored in there, right? So she did or said something. I had a thought and a feeling and out of that came that response, right? And I do remember it wasn't the nicest of, of results for either one of us. Uh, it was an unpleasant experience and we both had to, to leave each other's presence, okay? And, you know, when I really spent some time thinking about and reflecting on that whole interaction, I realized 
what I wanted to do and say differently. I realized that wasn't who I wanted to be. And I said, okay, Michelle, you've got a choice here. First of all, I I did work on some forgiveness for myself, uh, for my daughter, and also for my mom, you know, because my mom was doing the best that she could when she said that to me. So I worked on some forgiveness and some release. And then I said, okay, now what, how do I want to move forward from here? And, you know, the answer really was, I want to be a little bit more in my conscious brain. So slow down when you're having interactions, slow down, pause, attend to only one thing, you know, don't be trying to finish sending your email while talking. Um, and this directly relates to many different issues with relationships that we have. So I'll give you a great example. I have a a coaching client. I've actually worked with him for years. He was actually one of my very first coaching clients um, years and years ago before I even knew I was a coach. Okay. So he's a little bit older, um, but he came to me in the official capacity because he said, Michelle, uh, I really need help in understanding relationships. Now he, I know you're listening. I know who you are and you know that this is your story. I promise I wouldn't tell your, your, um, name in particulars, but I, I will go ahead and just give a brief kind of overall generalized view. So long story short, this guy has been married. He's, uh, been married several times. He's on marriage number five. Okay. Now there's all kinds of different reasons for that. And so when he came to me for help, he basically said, Michelle, I need help in understanding relationships. And I said, really? That's interesting. I said, what particular relationships? And he said, I need to know how to be married well. And I said, you know, that's interesting because you've been married five times. I think you know a lot more about marriage than most people. And he said, Michelle, that makes no sense. And I said, um, you've got five different examples of a marriage that you have to, to draw from. How many other people have, I've only been married once. I only have one example plus other marriages I've seen. You've lived and experienced five marriages. You have a lot of experience. You have knowledge. You have wisdom in that. And he's like, yeah, but why have I been married five times? And I said, well, you're right. You need help in relationships, but you need help with a relationship that's become a shadow figure because you have a shadow figure that has traveled from one marriage to the next marriage to the next marriage with you because you didn't kind of work on that relationship. And he's like, well, who's the shadow figure? And I said, well, your mom. And then from there, I could tell just by the look on his face, he was like, uh, two things. Yes, that's definitely it. And oh crap, I don't want to touch that. (laughs) I was like, I completely understand. However, you're not going to see a different result, i.e. stay married to this current wife, unless you fix your relationship with your mom. So, you know, there was a long story that went into it. And honestly, this was before I knew uh, tools like Site K because it would have gone a lot faster. But the long and skinny of it was that we really worked on uh, any thoughts or feelings or beliefs that were attached to his relationship with his mom. And how we did that was we took his current marriage and we said, okay, whatever is kind of triggering you. So anytime um, there was a fight that he had with his, his current wife, we said, okay, let's take that and figure out how does that relate to your relationship with your mom? Every single time there was a connection. And he got so good at it that he would just come on the coaching calls and and he didn't need to flush it out with me anymore. He'd say, oh my gosh, I already did this. And guess what? This is what I found out. And I'm like, great. Now what? What, What's your action step? How are you going to put that into plan or place with your current wife? 
I'm, I kid you not, it was maybe six months of really going through this and he got it internalized into himself. And the more that he worked on that, and his mother is still alive to this day, and, and both of them will attest to you if they were on this podcast that their relationship is way better than it's ever been. Okay. And I found that interesting because he never once talked to his mom about any of this. Right. And, uh, his relationship with his wife, I know them both in, in a personal manner. They're, they're amazing people. And she will definitely report out to you like, yes, that time he spent with you for six months, that was the game changer in our marriage. And you know, what's really interesting, um, is that he also has a better relationship with all four past ex-wives. So, you know, if he were, if you were talking, maybe I'll have him come on and do an interview at some point, cause it's really a powerful story. But if he were here, you know, he's already told me before, um, I had no idea how much my relationship with my mom really affected my whole life. And I said, yes, that that's how it, how it goes. Because remember, you know, if you've ever seen me do my stick chick presentation, uh, or talk about beliefs, in the first seven years of life, we are collecting all of these thoughts, feelings, beliefs, opinions, and attitudes from other people without really having a choice about what comes to us. So how, you know, my, my mom, God bless her, she did the very best that she could with what she had. She treated us in a fashion that caused some trauma and abuse and neglect. Again, she did the very best she could. So I collected beliefs from that. And every now and then I open my mouth and that comes out. Now I can't allow that to continue to kind of express itself or manifest itself throughout my life. So now I've got to come back into my conscious awareness and say, whoa, 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 that's not really what I want. What do I want and how can I make that happen? So when these shadow figures in your life, and I'm, I just use the example of my mom, but it could have been my dad. It could have been, you know, my twin sister. It could have been a teacher. It could be anybody there are shadow figures in our life from all different realms. The, the point that I'm trying to get at is that when we notice we're having a weird interaction with somebody, sometimes we just need to pause and ask ourselves, is there a shadow figure here? Do I need to do something about it? And if you do, you know, if you're in the moment with somebody else, especially a child, you say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to examine that in a minute, but let me focus on this person here, Right. Now, let me just say this, that sometimes there is no shadow figure there. Sometimes it really is about the other person. So for example, if somebody's having a hard time, right? Um, they're, they're just going through a moment. That's what we call it in our house. Um, it has nothing to do with a shadow figure and everything to do with their present need. Okay. So in that moment, like last night, we um, uh, went to the football game. Uh, my two oldest are in the marching band. So we actually went to the marching band performance that was somewhat punctuated by the football game. Anyway, it was kind of cold and, and a little rainy and it was a long time being there. And, and by the time we got home, my 11 year old was not so nice. Okay. She, she was having a moment. She was tired. She was cold. She was hungry. Apparently she's hungry all the time. And so she was saying and doing things. And I'm like, yeah, this has nothing to do with me. This has nothing to do with any shadow figure here and everything to do with her need. So in that moment, number one, I'm going to forgive her for, for acting the way she is and help her with her need. Right. Number two, 
there are some times when let's say that same situation is happening, right? And I can forgive her and I can help her with her need, but I realize I'm being bothered by that behavior. And so after that interaction, I might go to my room and say, well, wait a minute, why does that behavior bother me? And that's really when we determine, okay, there's probably some shadow figure there. Okay. So it's not necessarily like my reaction was, I wasn't projecting my shadow figure on her. I was still caring for her need, but I was still also kind of being triggered in that moment. So you can use those interactions, just like my, my friend with his five marriages, you can use that interaction as, um, and that's your current curriculum for growth right? You sit and you think about why does that bother me? What do I want to do about that? Where did that come from? Right? And then you make little changes from there. Okay. Now, all I'm asking you is just become a little bit more aware of your thoughts when you're having these interactions. Okay. So as you're doing this, what's going to happen is because this is a pattern, it's just about everything in, in the way that you're going to grow. Number one, because I've made you aware of it now, you're probably going to see it, but not in the moment. <laughs> Something will happen and then you'll, you'll be done with that. And whether it be right away after or maybe a day or so later, you're going to go, oh, that's what Michelle told me would happen, right? Oh, yes, I get it. That's a shadow figure. That's good because the next step in your term of your, your kind of, uh, growth of awareness is that you'll eventually get to the point where you're in the current interaction and you go, oh, I see the shadow figure now. I totally get it. And then you'll progress even further because you'll continue to work on your thinking and you'll, you can get to that point where you, you know, for sure, this is a shadow figure and FYI, I can attend and serve the person in front of me and I can go and take care of that later. And as you work more and more and more on those interactions and thoughts and feelings connected to your shadow people, what will happen is there will be less influence on your relationships and your interactions because of those people, whether they're dead or alive. Okay. You do not have to believe me. Go and try it. Okay. If you need help, if you have questions about this concerns and you're just like, yeah, I don't know about this. Reach out to me, email me. I would love to have a, a conversation with you. Okay. The point of this is we want to change your thinking about your interactions so you can change your life. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Again, I never take it lightly when people choose to join me in my work. Thank you so much. I really hope this got you thinking and maybe, you know, there's some shadow people in your life that you're like, huh, I, I, maybe I can set aside a little time today and think about that. Okay. Awesome. So with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.